Hello and welcome to the Empowered by Design podcast. I am so, so, so excited for this episode. We have a very special guest on the podcast today, Vicki Alersha, licensed professional counselor and member of the Visionistas team. You have met Vicki before. And I am so, so, so excited to bring Vicki back on the podcast. Welcome, Vicki. Hi, I'm excited to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So you were here on episode number 61 mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. So, um, and we were talking about, you had, you were new, a newly um, joined member of the Visionistas team and yes. You, it has been so, so amazingly fun to continue getting to know you and having, working with you, like just thinking about even yesterday, like popping into your office and chatting um, is one of my favorite things to do about when I think about our work, um, you know, mm -hmm. our work as therapists um, and counselors and healers and helpers that, it's so wonderful when you are in connection with other people who share in that spirit of empowerment and healing and growth. And it's just so, so wonderful to have you um, here you. at Visionistas and here today on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic, mom of two beautiful souls and partner to the love of my life. As an empowerment psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast highlights the power of connection with inspiring conversations and calls for social justice advocacy to use our power for good. Aligning our energy, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit to manifest our dreams in life, love, and biz with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. So today we are going to be talking about a couple of different things. It is coming up on almost your one year anniversary of releasing your second book, yes. Our mm -hmm. Rose Colored Glasses. Um, yes. That is so exciting. You released it last October, 2022. Mm -hmm. And we are also excited to announce a the launch of your new program, A New mm -hmm. You, Becoming the Healthiest Version of You After Leaving Narcissistic Abuse. Yes. So tell us what's been going on with you since last we saw you. Tell us about all the fun things you've been doing. I think the best way I can uh, explain what I've been doing is in the word, uh, one word, and that word is healing. Mm. Um, and that that really ties in uh, deeply to the program that I'm going to be talking about, um, because when I've been on the podcast before, it's been in relation to um, my divorce and, and trying to find me and through finding me, I was led back to my family of origin, which brought up more healing. And so it's, uh, brought up a lot of challenges, but it's been, it's been beautiful. It's really been mm -hmm. a beautiful experience. And that's really why I want to share this program with the community, because it's using, it's not just knowledge that I've gained through through school and trainings like this is solely based on not solely based on but I mean it's a lot of my personal experience you know that this is between my education and my personal experience of toxicity in family dynamics and various relationships and and 
the uh, I want to refrain from using the word crazy, the craziness of it, but it can really it can really put you in a state where you feel kind of completely lost in 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 who you are and just trying to bring yourself back to you or more so developing a new you, you know, mm-hmm. that, that is healthier. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, so that, that focus has been, has been beautiful. Um, you know, of course I still have my side projects, my, my, my podcast that I host with, um, Mark Kenny from Chestnut Hill college and, um, being a co-chair of the recently formed Lehigh Valley Domestic Violence Task Force has really been um, a beautiful experience as well, just coming together with so many local organizations from schools to hospitals to law enforcement and just the continued connection of individuals with just such beautiful hearts and understanding of the various forms of abuse and just recognizing how much we need as individuals, as families, as a community, to continue to speak up about these very difficult and challenging conversations because we we just realize that we all need healing. Like we all deserve to, to live healthy lives in every aspect possible. Um, and so, you know, those, those, I guess, are my, my main projects. I'm, I'm probably missing something, but I think those are, those are my main things that I've been yes. up to. Wow. I, lo- I love hearing all of that. And yeah, I, um, I love that you focus on the word healing, right? That is what we do in our work. We help others heal and we would be, we would be um, kind of not as honest as, as we can be to, if we didn't recognize that we heal ourselves too, right? We work to heal ourselves um, personally. And then I love how you emphasize so much the power of connection and collaboration. Mm -hmm. And I think for, for us, as women and from that kind of feminist type of theoretical orientation that we we recognize that we can heal better when we are in connection with other people, right? So sure. we, we can heal ourselves, we work to heal ourselves, heal and grow and fly is something that I talk about all the time on this podcast because mm-hmm. it is a continual process. We are healing. Sure. We are growing, we are healing, we are growing, and life continues to throw us things that may need us to kind of buckle down and heal for a period of Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And to be able to acknowledge that is so powerful. And I think powerful and empowering Mm -hmm. to others who recognize, you know, you can see people who are professionals and they look like they've got it all together and you never know what's going on. Right. Right. But we as professionals, especially professional helpers, we Mm -hmm. have that responsibility to make sure we're healing and we're doing all of the things that were our, our best versions of ourselves to help others as well. So I know we've talked about this before, but I think it's definitely important to recognize how much we work on ourselves as part of our work in helping others, right? We we, Absolutely. we we go to therapy, we collaborate, we consult, we read, we listen to podcasts, we do yoga, mm-hmm. we meditate, we we you know have physical activity in our lives, we eat healthy, those kinds of things, um, in order to be able to help others. We have to be able to be our strongest version and healthiest in order to do what we're what what we're here to do. Absolutely. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And I love too the the task force. So you are, you do so much, um, which is, I think also um, one of the characteristics that sometimes we recognize as, as helpers, we, we take on a lot (laughs) and it's helpful Mm -hmm. to have people that we're in connection with, like the two of us have had Mm -hmm. conversations where I, I love even you're saying, Liz, now let me just, um, are you caring for yourself enough here, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember that conversation a, yeah. couple, a couple months ago and that's what we need, right? We need people mm-hmm. in our lives who can give us feedback and empower us to make sure we are, we are doing the, we are keeping track and doing um, what we need to do in a self-care kind of way in order to help others. 
I think what made that, and I know exactly what conversation you're <laughs> talking about, and I think what makes that so beautiful for me is that the reason why I was able to say it is because I know that you're an individual that's in a place to hear it, mm. you know, and I think that that statement is a, even is a huge part that goes back to the program that I'm going to talk about because we all deserve to to feel heard and seen and understood and I think the moment that we feel that even just with one person is the moment that we can start healing you know the moment that like oh I'm actually worthy enough to be heard to be respected to be you know it's just that's the beautiful part of healing yeah I love that and the trust right like you sure. said you're in a place to hear and you're also trusting that when someone's giving you feedback, it's coming from a place of love, right? Coming yes. from a place of care and yes. in your best interest as well. Mm -hmm. I love that that you really emphasized as well your, your attention and passion for speaking up and also helping mm -hmm. other people speak up and that is that is just a beautiful part of life and and one of the pieces of this podcast that we focus on is empowerment and advocating for for ourselves and for others in this world because mm -hmm. that's such an important piece is to to use our voices and to advocate and speak up absolutely i agree and it's and it's scary it's it's a scary thing to <laughs> to be vulnerable, oh, you yeah. know, and, and understanding that. And I feel like that message that you just said, like the speaking up component, component that's been cycling through my head a lot lately, just again, mm. in the various things that I've been trying to do. And, and there's ebbs and flows with that because oh, there's sure. definitely moments where like the internal dialogue will, will, you know, strike up again, like the self-defeating thoughts and the imposter syndrome and like, who am I to be speaking up about this? And, you know, and then again, like the criticism, like, what is someone going to say? What is someone going to think? You know, but then I think back to people that I look up to, and I might be going on a tangent here, but, you know, like some of the greatest leaders in the world that have spoken up about very serious topics and there's a risk associated with that for speaking up, but, but then what's the, what's the domino effect from that, you know, like the strength that grows, the hope that grows. Mm. I just read an article yesterday in a psychology today magazine, and the title of the article was called, um, how to cultivate hope. Oh, and it was probably one of the best articles I have read. And of course I'm there underlining like every word <laughs> I, I underline only the things that, that are meaningful to me. So basically I underline the whole article Everything. and then, and then <laughs> I make a photo of it. And then I send it out to like all the people in my circle, you got to read this. Like it touched my heart. It's so beautiful. And I think I'm very sidetracked at this point. I don't even know what direction I'm going in, but it's um, but, but speaking up, right. Yes. Just like just something small and simple that you hear and then you share and then it, and then it just, it carries on from that, you know, Absolutely. it yeah. spreads Lo mm -hmm. love can spread as yeah. quick as hate does. If not quicker, I hope better. quicker, better and better. Yes. I love yeah. that, yeah. that you brought up hope and, um, really that in the spirit of advocacy and the, the, mission of advocacy and speaking up and sharing our stories is absolutely terrifying sometimes and mm -hmm. it's very vulnerable and you have to be in a place that you've done the work right like you've done mm -hmm. work around it in order to share it in a way that is um empowering and and yeah. inspires hope right so when we share some like you've talked about some of the leaders that you that we can think of in our lives who we look up to they it's because they have shared things that they've overcome and survived mm -hmm. and now thriving and and to do that in a way that helps others and, sure. and offer hope i love that i can't wait to read that article yes <laughs> um <laughs> and in psychology today we'll, we'll link it in the show notes as well yes so other yes, people, yes other people can read about hope i i was attending when you said that i attended um, APA, a conference this year. And one of my favorite, favorite workshops was all about hope. And there's mm. so much research. So I'm, I'm so curious to read it because mm. in the presentation that they gave, there are several people talking about 
hope and how powerful it is in healing and growth and and all of the things that we love to talk about here and that there's a lot of research around it going on right now mm-hmm. so i love that yeah so yeah. tell us then t- tell us about your your passion and your mission for helping people instilling hope inspiring hope in people and and in this new program that you're offering yes yeah, so so this program is is you know again it's all about healing it's all about becoming the the healthiest version of yourself and um toxicity in families and narcissistic abuse is something that I've just been hearing much more about, um, not just in sessions with clients, but just even in my personal life as well. And, and, and people that I know and interact with. And, um, and that's what emphasizes like the desire, uh, to, to have developed this program and want to share it because it is a very common thing. And like many other things, we we might feel like we're the only one going through it. And that's often what I will hear is like, I feel crazy in what I'm experiencing. And then, you know, again, like the moment you hear someone else say like, oh, I've been through that also, you know, and, and you're not crazy, yeah. you know, like it's it's a form of abuse or, you know, just helping someone to understand what's going on. And, um, and, and also just the realization that toxicity can come up in any type of relationship, right? And so this program, I've based it more from a place of healing from like a narcissistic family dynamic, like a toxic family dynamic, um, whether it's like your family of origin or just a family that you're part of. Um, but it but it can also be utilized if you're in a relationship, like romantic relationship with someone who's toxic or a toxic friendship. I often hear about those, you know, mm. I've been friends, friends with this person for years, but like something just doesn't feel right about it, you know? So I like to share that. So uh, the listeners understand that it doesn't just have to be a romantic relationship. It can be any type of relationship that's in your life that just feels like something's off or something's not healthy about it. And this can kind of help them navigate through it a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So it truly is a across the board relationship dynamic. And I think when you talk about toxic relationships, and I love how you describe just things that we hear when you, when we hear people say, I feel crazy. Am I crazy? What, what, what is happening? And, and earlier you said, you know, you hate to, to use the word crazy, but we do hear that a lot in our, Mm -hmm. in our culture and in our society. And it's kind of one of those like, boop, 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 you know, like a signal that if you're hearing that, there's something going on that you want to be curious and compassionate about. And when you can join with others who share their story and, and can say, you're not crazy and you are not alone, right? Like how powerful is that? You are not alone. You are not the only one. Let's, let's, let's work together and heal Mm -hmm. together, right? Heal and grow together. And that is, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you're doing this program. Me too. Another thing that comes to my mind, um, I had attended a faith-based trauma healing group. um, Mm -hmm. I want to say two years ago, and I don't think I had shared this in the last podcast episode that I was on, but one of the things that they talked about with trauma healing and being trauma-informed is when you see someone's behavior or their hear their language that feels off like something's not right there to make a conscious effort to take on a trauma-informed approach and that trauma-informed approach is like please tell me what's happened to you Mm -hmm. right so you're coming from a place of help me to understand like I can see that something's off in your wording like if you're being disrespectful or you're coming at me with anger, you know, and I can easily shame you and judge you and criticize you and say, you're a bad person and, and all these things, but, uh, or, you know, or rather, or we can take on this approach. And again, it depends on the circumstances, I guess, you know, but you also have that choice of just like, you know, explain to me, like, help me to understand, help me. I'm missing information, right? Like help me to understand what is going on. And I think that missing information component 
is directly related with a narcissistic family dynamic. Like something feels off to you in being around certain people or being in this dynamic or being in this relationship, but you can't quite pinpoint what it is. And then maybe you start reading about toxicity or you start reading about, you know, signs of someone who has narcissistic tendencies. And then all of a sudden that light bulb goes off. And then that moment that you can actually identify and label and start understanding what it is that you're in, again, that's when the healing process can begin. So that's what the program starts off teaching, right? Like, let's just give you a little bit of an understanding of what this might look like or sound like. And if that resonates with you, with you, then maybe we're onto something. Like maybe we're starting your healing journey here. Yes, I love that. We we have to know. Start off with identifying and understanding. And I love that yeah. that was where you begin with that. And even talking about it here, um, I think definitely want to come back to your emphasis on the trauma informed approach because as licensed mental health practitioners, we we're on the front lines of helping people navigate trauma, whether it's mm -hmm. trauma that, you know, has recently occurred and or recognizing the, the old, the wounds of trauma that has occurred years, decades previously that has that, that ha maybe have not healed altogether sure. or sure. They, they, they have healed um, and then something in life happens that kind of makes the scar prickle or kind of opens mm -hmm. that wound again. And that mm -hmm. is what happens in life. There mm -hmm. are certain things where you can, you know, have a trauma, attend to it, go to therapy, get treatment and heal in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then there can be some life circumstances that that occur later on in life that trigger the trauma trigger mm -hmm. that trauma, even though you've healed it, right? So sure, sure. Um, it, in the best case scenario, our old traumatic experiences can be triggered by new life events. Um, things like having a baby or just there's lots of, or going, having, sure. grieving a loss, right? Lots mm -hmm. of these different life experiences. So it could be, it can even be gr wonderful things that happen, like having, having mm -hmm. a child that also is like, a, tr a trigger to old wounds. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that that just made me want to just emphasize the importance of recognizing that healing and growth is a continuous process. Absolutely. And to Absolutely. not feel guilty or ashamed to mm -hmm. to ask for help. That's what, mm -hmm. right. That's what we're. That's what we. Sure. That's what we're advocating for. I think in the most. Um, in the most loving way is that it's ask for help, right? That's what it's yeah. about. And I appreciate that you, that you shared that healing is continuous because mm. I will have people ask me like, when will I be healed from this? <laughs> and, and my response is usually something along the lines of, I don't think that this is something that we heal from, but rather we get to a point where we've done so much work you know, that it's maybe the symptoms have diminished or the triggers don't emotionally impact us as strong as they used to, you know? So like, it's still there, like that, that trauma is still there, but maybe it's just more of like an annoying, like gnat that's kind mm -hmm. of flying around and gets in your face every once in a while. And then you could swat it away, you know? Um, but as your strength grows and your hope grows and your love grows and, you know, um, it's, you know, it's possible to, to live a very happy, healthy life um, through the ups and downs of a healing journey. Yes, absolutely. And one of the things I love the most about the work that we do is that we we get to be on these journeys with our clients, yeah. and even our friends and family members, right, in general, who notice these things what you're saying is um when people are saying this happened to me and and if it, if this would have happened to me three months ago i would have reacted so much differently but because i've been working mm. on my mental health and yes. emotional health i i was able to 
like it was okay. I was, it was yes. like, this happened to me and it wasn't, yes. it wasn't great, but yes. you know, I, I was able to like navigate it and respond in a healthy way. Mm, and I, mm-hmm. those are the celebrations and the rejoicing yes. moments that are like, Oh yeah, I'm so yes. proud of you. And thank you. And, and to help people recognize those is mm-hmm. also part of a huge part of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, because absolutely. Right, because we can certainly go through life and kind of notice all of the things that aren't going well. Um, sure. And it takes it takes intentional effort to mm-hmm. pause and reflect and say, okay, but let's let's find something that has been going well, something you've accomplished, something we can celebrate, and then we like use that energy to keep moving forward in our process yes. of growing and growth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I was going to say the word celebrate and then you said it and I'm like, that happened three times already where I was thinking a word, but I was waiting for you to finish. And then you said, I'm like, okay, well, that's covered. You know, oh, that's like. Yeah. And, and I love to be able, well, we love celebrating here and this, yeah, this sure. season, season six of the podcast, our theme is rejoice. Um, yeah. And I, I think that that is part of, obviously part of celebrating is recognizing joy as some people some sometimes joy is vulnerable right because Mm we we joy can be very vulnerable and scary because it's like well if i'm too happy then something bad's gonna happen right Mm -hmm. there's that foreboding joy um but i think that is something else that we are in a really good position to help people do is so even as we're saying this i'm inviting the listeners to pause and reflect Mm -hmm. and celebrate something celebrate an accomplishment celebrate a joy in your life at this moment with gratitude something that's going well for you mm-hmm. and just notice what happens in your body right when we're sure. when we attend to the joy and the celebration yeah i was listening to a podcast podcast last week and the question that was presented was ask yourself in the morning how do i want to feel today like mm-hmm. identify that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I don't know if anyone's ever presented that to me before. Like, you know, because you just wake up and you start feeling a certain way. And then that's like the feeling, but to like intentionally ask yourself, how do I want to like choose to feel today? And like, just something so simple, mm-hmm. but, but deep. And so I noticed that I've been doing that. Like I woke up the one morning and I was just like, oh, like the alarm goes off and I don't feel like it, you know, (laughs) my little internal tantrum, you know, and then I thought of that question and I thought, well, I don't want to feel like this, you know, like, I don't want to feel like, oh, like the day, like Mm -hmm. I want to feel happy. Like I want to feel excited about the day. And, um, and, and. And I don't even know where I was going with that, but that. just no, like another, another thing that just kind of popped in my head because of yes. something you said, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and just making those intentional choices, Intention. no matter what yep. you're going through, yeah. like you can still choose, you know, like to try to move in, in a healthier direction. Yes. And I love that you talked about all the aspects, right? It's not like pretending you're not like right when or um ignoring the this the the sadness or the emotions that are making us feel like that stuck energy it's not about ignoring it it's saying okay i'm this is here in my life right now so i'm going to embrace it or at least (laughs) at least let it sit next to me um if i'm not hugging it but it's it's then attending to what is there Mm -hmm. and then recognizing i have the power to choose what I would like to come and mm-hmm. and when we put that out there in that envisioning kind of way we're we're then making it much more likely to happen right we manifest those things when we say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna be happy and give a smile to someone and see how you get one back and it and it brings sure. you joy yeah sure absolutely so when we talk about your this this new program tell us a little bit about how how it works Okay, so um, an individual can sign up for lesson one. So lesson one is about identifying and understanding 
signs of toxicity and narcissistic abuse, right? Because we can't address anything that we're not aware of. So lesson one is like bringing that awareness up, right? Are these things that are actually happening in my life? And so um, it comes with a short video that, that I put together, just kind of explaining it. And then there's a handout um, with some questions, some pro prompting questions to kind of write about some of the things that I talk in the video about. And there's also like, little visuals and, and charts and some things that, you know, some bullet points and, and, and signs that you can look for. And that's pretty much the, the, the basis of how like the lesson is designed to, to get started. Right. Yeah. So one of the options is that, that, um, if someone wants the lesson, they, they can go and get the lesson as its own, as its, as its own thing. Um, and go through the video and you also did a meditation, right? You include a link to yes. a guided meditation yeah. that also um, kind of coincides with, mm -hmm. yes. with that first lesson. Yes. So, so I, I love that. We, oh, sorry. Now, I think where we struggle a lot is with our internal dialogue. And this mm. just goes across the board. This is whether you're in a toxic relationship, narcissistic abuse, or just in general, like we have that internal self-defeating dialogue that comes up. And so the med the meditation that is included is really just all about like the I am statements and offering self-love and self-compassion and just saying, you know, I can be patient with myself. I can be kind with myself. I mean, throughout this whole healing journey, whatever that healing journey is, um, and just taking that pause and breathing. And I think it's just a good reminder across the board, whether, no matter what you're working on. Yes, absolutely. And then also you're, you're going to offer an option where if people want more than just the lesson, so the lesson mm -hmm. is something they can do on their own, it's online, they're, you know, kind of going through that lesson as it fits into their life. Um, and then there, there's the other part where if they want more, if they want help and guidance from you, there's that option too. Yes. Because it is heavy information like that, that is being offered because I'm very aware that this is, this is deep information. This is a lot to take on. And I even write that like in, in the welcome note, like after you purchase the, the lesson, you'll get a little welcome message from me, you know, and in there, I give some tips of just like, be, again, be patient with yourself as you're reading through this, take those pauses, take that time, you know, to, to just kind of reflect or process or cry or mm -hmm. whatever you need, because it's a lot of information and it's not always easy. Um, when I was reading through all this and learning about all this through my personal perspective, I had a therapist and then I had another therapist and then <laughs> I had a spiritual advisor, you know, and just because like I, need it. Like if I was just left to my own mind, way too much information to be processing on my own, you know, and some people are, are very good at, at processing all that on their own. But if you feel like you need that additional, just sounding board, just for you to say things out loud to kind of clarify it. Um, I think it's good to have that option available if needed. Yes. Awesome. I, absolutely. And I love that you kind of say that, that there's all these different ways, like spiritual and mental and emotional and all these different supports, relational, that we incorporate in our lives to, because we don't, we're, we don't have to do it alone. <laughs> we do not have to do this thing alone. So it's wonderful for people who may have support and want to add add some more support or maybe don't really know how to have support and and that's part of what is then talked about as well in in the in the the option to meet with you um, individually and then also i love that you have a group component yes yeah, I mean, that, and, and that goes back to the, the group setup goes back to what you said earlier about not feeling alone, mm. right? And I mean, and again, that's knowledge from my profession, also personal experience, you know, the, the healing groups that I have attended to work through some of my own trauma and toxicity that I've been exposed to. I mean, those groups were some of the most helpful moments for me to just, I, I remember the facilitator I might get emotional, but we cry here. So that's okay. We cry here. I remember the one facilitator um, for the faith-based trauma healing group that I attended, I had shared something and I don't even remember what the example was now, but her response to me was, 
that sounds really difficult. Mm. And I just looked at her and I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. But again, like, I don't think sometimes we understand the power of healing that can come from a simple phrase, you know, and, and it's just, again, it's just so beautiful, you know, um, and maybe I can see the beauty so clearly now because I'm like further through my healing journey, Mm -hmm. but I remember being at the beginning of my healing journey where it just all felt so challenging and so difficult. Um, but I think that group component, and I know a lot of people can be hesitant with that because trust safety, a lot of what you don't feel when you're in a toxic environment. Right. You know, um, but, but also like, you're not required to speak. You can just listen. You can just Mm -hmm. be present and just Mm -hmm. listen and take it in. So there's no pressure, you know, of like, Oh, I'm going to be called on. I'm going to have to share. No, like just come as you are take, take what you need, you know, and, and, and then go, we'll go from there. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. To all of that. The, some of the most amazing, powerful moments in our work, I I know in mine professionally is it during groups, groups, Mm -hmm. whether it's group therapy, empowerment circles, but it's, it's the connection of seeing two people who are in or two or more right (laughs) in connection and offering whether it's just words and like Mm -hmm. you said sometimes it's just being there it's Mm -hmm. just bearing witness to the pain and -hmm. whether you have the magic words we we typically don't have the Mm -hmm. magic words sometimes it's lovely when we hear them and it's just so beautiful to Mm -hmm. see that to just be able to be seeing those those things happen. And sure. um, that's why I, I'm so glad that you're offering this group aspect of it because here at Visionistas, we 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 see the power of connection. We are we are specialists in the relationship area to recognize how relationships um, affect us through our whole lives, right? So yeah recognizing the importance of healing personally and also healing relationally. I think it's also the realization that we know that everyone heals differently, Mm -hmm. right? And I think the components of this program reflects that, right? So if you're an individual who maybe feels a little more introverted and you're not ready to speak out loud these things, right? Then maybe the self-directed program is more for where you are right now, you know? And I love to say like phrases like right now or not yet, right? Because we don't want to, you know, um, say into existence that we're like stuck, right? You know, like mm-hmm. for now, I don't feel ready to share, but that can change as you heal, right? So yes. if the self-directed feels like the right fit for you, then you stick with that. If you want more support, but you still kind of want to keep it personal, you know, like then the one-on-one, if you, if you want to kind of expose yourself to that that new environment of let me just kind of see what other people have to say you know so yeah I I appreciate that as well that there's like those different options to kind of explore yeah yeah and so when when you think about who this is for who who are we who are we speaking to and who is this who is this program for I would say it's for individuals who um, are looking at their relationships, and again, not just romantic, but any relationship, parent, sibling, friend, and they're just thinking to themselves, something just doesn't feel right here. You know, like I'm not feeling fulfilled in this relationship, or I often feel sad around this person, or like they make me question myself, you know, that like, you know, or again, like I hear that statement of I feel crazy a lot, you know, um, that's the statement that I hear the most in regards to individuals with someone who, um, who's been exposed to narcissistic behavior is that I feel crazy around them. Um, So I would say just individuals who are kind of questioning what's going on, but maybe they just need a little more education or, you know, information to identify what's actually happening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that you, again, address the fact that it can be 
any type of relationship, right? Sometimes it's even at work, our, our sure, boss sure. or a coworker, um, a friend, right? And when you're feeling like, why do I feel like I'm always giving, 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 or I'm mm -hmm. feeling like I'm not getting in a reciprocal, respectful way back the kind of energy and time and love that I put mm -hmm. into a relationship. These mm -hmm. are kind of those red flags that pop up and, and mm -hmm. say, yeah, let's, let's investigate this. Let's dig a little bit deeper. And like, like you said, um, check out the, the self-directed program at first, but yeah. the, the program that the program that includes working with you live mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. going to be virtual but live mm -hmm. the group will be virtual but live yes um yes. an individual right we that can be virtual or in person mm -hmm. depending mm -hmm. on where people live sure. these these kinds of group coaching or individual coaching appointments that go along with the anu you program are happening mm -hmm. very soon mm -hmm. yes yes yeah so it you know um the group, oh, do you want me to say the date? For yeah, let's the first say the group? date. Yeah. Let's say the date. Okay, so the first group um, is expected to be on Wednesday, October 11th at 7 p.m. And again, that will be via Zoom. You know, um, so whoever's interested in that can reach out or if you have any questions or concerns about that, you know, we can explore that together before it starts. Yeah. And we will have that. We will have the link in the show notes to find out more about the program. Mm -hmm. It will officially begin October 1st. So mm -hmm. if you are hearing this before October 1st, you are in, you are set mm -hmm. to go and be within the first group of the Anu You program. Um, you can check it out on our website, visionistasbydesign.com. And again, the link will be in the show notes where you can find out all the different information and um, access the course and the, the, the lesson, and also then connect with Vicki to get started in, in the program. That's Yay. So cool. <laughs> I, I do, I think it's a, an important piece too, as professionals in the mental health field to recognize that, that we're throwing around some terms like narcissism mm -hmm. and narcissistic mm -hmm. abuse and narcissistic behavior, mm -hmm. um, toxic relationships that may or may not be familiar to, to, mm -hmm. to our listeners. And so I'm wondering, mm -hmm. Vicki, if you can just give a little bit of um, help in helping people understand what sure. is narcissistic abuse sure. or, yeah. Sure. So, um, as you had um, shared before, you know, I'm just going to read right, right from my book. I love it. Um, so in chapter two in my book, um, that whole chapter is a description of a narcissistic family dynamic. Um, and it talks about all the different roles and really gives a lot more explanation, um, which I actually touch base on that in lesson one of a new you program as well. So there's overlap there, but narcissistic abuse basically can incorporate all forms of abuse from like mental, emotional, verbal, um, it's actually narcissistic personality disorder is actually a mental health condition um, in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for attention and admiration and a lack of empathy for others. Um, but behind that, behind that, I guess, facade or whatever that you see is typically an individual that has very fragile self-esteem um, and, and their vulnerability, if they're ever in that vulnerable state, um, they just can't handle any form of criticism, not even necessarily criticism, but just even if you're trying to have a, a calm conversation about something, but you're just trying to get them to acknowledge something that they've done, like it can totally throw them into a spiral. So, I mean, that's like a very brief, brief version, mm -hmm. but again, like I have another, you know, whole list. There's whole lists of signs and symptoms and things to kind of look out for, but um, that's a very basic de definition to start with. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And that mm -hmm. is in your book called Our Rose Colored Glasses. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Available we'll on Amazon. Yeah. We'll also, we'll also link that in the show notes as well. Um, so this is something that you have, again, not only help people with but you've written about it you've you've written a book about your experience and also the experience of helping others heal through mm -hmm. these types of toxic relationship dynamics and experiences 
And um, I'm just so, so, so excited that you are sharing this in this new way, in this new program with the world. And I love that you, I just, I'm so honored to be a part of your your circle. And thank you thank for, you. thank you for sharing your experience, sharing your story, being vulnerable. And I know that you're doing that because you have a passion, a purpose and a mission to to help and to help others heal. I would like to share one more thing. And yes. this is a quote that I actually have, um, or definition rather, that I have on the flyer for a new you program. And the question is, what is true freedom after narcissistic abuse? And it's written by saying true freedom is the ability to live your life without fear. It's the ability to expand and create what your heart desires it's the knowing of how freeing it is to be your authentic self, no matter what a toxic or narcissistic person around you chooses to say or do. And that, like reading that, oh, like, okay. yes, that it's just beautiful. And that's what, that's what hopefully being part of this program will do for an individual, just key words that like your heart, authentic self, freedom, right? The ability to desires. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite passages to, to share with individuals about what you can accomplish, what you can obtain through that healing journey mm -hmm. of, of setting those boundaries and just navigating all of that. Yes. Yes. Whew, so powerful because when you are in a situation, a relationship, a family dynamic where there is abuse and or narcissism and behaviors that make you feel crazy and question yourself, it's hard to then also acknowledge that you that you love yourself, right? That you sure, love yourself sure. and also to be yourself because you've been yes told and and these messages have been given to you that you're not enough that you are terrible and and whatever you know there's lots of different ways whether it's directly aggressive and sometimes very mm -hmm. passively aggressive mm -hmm. um, sure. that that make make us question our own self-worth and so Absolutely. um I, I i love that you read that definition and and that you are that you are going to help people <laughs> get that. Yeah. Freedom. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. And I know that, you know, again, like if you're at the beginning part of your journey with this, I, I wholeheartedly understand like how stuck, you know, you might feel, but it's, it's just start with that first step, you know, mm -hmm. that first little step. And maybe that first little step is just reaching out to us, you know, just mm -hmm. tell me more, tell me more about the program. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and just seeing if it's again, like the right fit. And then maybe it's, let me just read a little bit of the lesson and see what comes up with that, you know? Um, but that one step can lead you down a beautiful journey of healing. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Take yeah, and we love to be there along the way. <laughs> yes, we will. We will hold your hand and your heart along the way. Yes. Together. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yes. And so please reach out to us, ask us questions. You can do that through our website. You can email us. You can call the office. All of our contact info is on our website. And um, it, again, will be linked in the show notes. We also have resources, a resource page on our website so that if you are not geographically close to us um, and want some someone that you can connect with in person, certainly we, we have resources for, for you to guide you in that way as well. Mm -hmm. so, thank you. Thank you so much again, Vicki, for coming. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to, I, I think one of the things that we talk about here as we close is that um, not only are you so busy and doing all these wonderful, empowering things in your business, but you're also a mom. <laughs> like, yeah, wow, the best job ever. <laughs> the best job ever, the most rewarding job. And I love that too. I know that and I hear stories and, um, you know, we, we 
that's one of the things that we we recognize is so important in our work is that we're balancing a lot of different roles We're we're helping our clients, but we're helping our kids and we're helping our family members and our friends. And we're also, you know, receiving help and support mm -hmm. and love from them. And so I think that one of the things that I wanted to mention that for is because it's about balance, right? And, mm -hmm. and it's about balancing our balancing all those different roles and doing it with with support, connection, sure. collaboration and love. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. And there's always love at Visionistas. There's so. always love. We love <laughs> we love love here. Yes. It's yes. beautiful. <laughs> so certainly check out Vicky's A New You program. Let us know if you have any questions. Share this episode, right? If this resonated with you or if it made you think of a friend or a family member who may need some of this information, encouragement, love, support, please, please, please share this episode. We love sharing the love, spreading the power here. That is our, that is one of our missions is to help as many people as we can um, in this world with love. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, amen. <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. Have a great Thank rest you. of your day and we will see you, you, next, too. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting and remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver. <laughs>